From best of San Francisco DDTV, The Pink Chill, and DD LaFrag. Hey, I've only lived in San Francisco for 30-something years. What do I know about it? San. Liberals? Mm. They're sadistic progressives. Francisco. This city is Junkies Incorporated. It's the Junkie Apocalypse. Damn. This ain't your phony soy boy San Francisco. This is the San Francisco Dam Zone. San Francisco Dam is a solo psychodramatic performance art storytelling podcasting platform. Hi, this is Didi LaFrac coming to you from formerly beautiful downtown San Francisco. This is your podcast, San Francisco Dam, for April 15th. It's a Wednesday. I've got to confess that this is a new podcast for today because I had already made another podcast and I was talking about a city is basically having a nervous breakdown. I was reading from an app called SF311. It's quite pathetic. Everyday citizens lodging complaints, which are mainly unfulfilled complaints. But because of what has gone down in the past 24 hours, I had to make a new podcast for you. So people, what's going on in San Francisco now is historically unprecedented. San Francisco is in the news for many reasons, and I don't want to bore you who do know about it, but I'm assuming most people have their own lives, they're in their own head. San Francisco is not their epicenter like it is for me, a San Francisco citizen. Well, between today and yesterday, the Board of Supervisors okayed the use of hotels for approximately 8,000 junkies. I'm calling them junkies. You may call them homeless. Um, I won't be gaslit on this topic. So the Board of Supervisors, I think they went over the mayor's head. Uh, Correct me if I'm wrong. And so this is supposed to happen, but I'm not holding out hope that it's going to happen. But I can tell you, I live downtown. Citizens in downtown San Francisco are traumatized. Uh, I'd say they are going through post-traumatic stress. Why? Well, we were the first American city with a shelter in place. I remember when the mayor announced it and then I cried because I said, oh my gosh, I wish Richard was here. Richard LaFrac, my late great husband, a man who is beautiful inside and out, co-producer, arts partner, best friend, etc. A month ago, the mayor, you know, law was shelter in place, only do essential traveling. And We outstanding, decent citizens have been withholding that. We've been doing that. And when we go outside our house for those essential trips, when we go outside our house to get some fresh air, I am not exaggerating to tell you that it is now a dystopian, junkie nightmare. It's a dystopian, junkie nightmare. I was scrolling at the Daily Mail. The Daily Mail is the biggest online newspaper. And there's a big borderline story right down the street from me. They took pictures right down the street from me. 
and they uh, captured a scene across the street from City Hall. You would think you're in a third world country, but the UN did call San Francisco a third world world country. But what's unprecedented about this is that there is now a simmering citizens uprising. The citizens have finally said enough. The citizens are no longer led by phony progressives. I'm calling them phony progressives. And there is a layer of corruption underneath that. The neighborhood that I live in has about 20,000 people, my district. But I do live in a micro hood, by the way. About 20,000 people. Um, It's got a lot of children. And these people are afraid to leave their houses for fresh air with their children because of the junkie encampments. Now, if you are listening to this in another country, the nice parts of America, a lot of people think I am exaggerating or it's hard to have empathy. So I'm going to paint a picture for you. And you, like me, I mean, I stopped being a Democrat this month. During the shelter-in-place month, I changed my political affiliation from voting the straight Democratic ticket to being an independent moderate. Now imagine, if you will, you walk outside your door of your house. There are no cheap rents in San Francisco, by the way. Uh, So you walk outside of your door. Maybe you're going to the farmer's market to pick up some oranges and some onions, or you're going to a store. This is sexist, womanist, bohemian excellence. It's the San Francisco Dam Zone with Dee Dee LaFrac. And there is a tent. There is probably some human feces nearby that. Or there's a smell of urine. There are junkies. Now, when I say these people are junkies, that's someone who is addicted to strong drugs. And most people say, oh, they don't have anywhere to go. Well, guess what? They can go and live near you. Or they can go live near your mama. Junkies should not be allowed to just do whatever they want. And in San Francisco, unfortunately, they are. At least downtown. But we know there are two sets of laws here. And I'm going to stay on the topic that this is historically unprecedented. Now the uh, progressives are nitpicking with each other. How do we get all these junkies, 8,000 junkies, into all these hotel rooms? I don't care how they do it. I just care that they do it. That they do it. They have to do it. We're at the tipping point. San Francisco is a laughing stock now. Um, and it's it's interesting to see it crumble. I don't, I'm not happy to see this, see this happening. A lot of tech companies like Yelp, they were pretty sedity. Sedity is a southern term. Somebody who has an attitude. They were full of themselves. They just laid off most of their workforce. Many of these sedity restaurants may not be coming back. Um, the tourist industry is decimated. The foodie foodie industry is decimated. Now, everyone is trying to follow these laws shelter in place, and there are no laws 
for the junkies. And you might say, ah, sounds like you're obsessed with this. Excuse me for your lack of empathy for me and my thousands of neighbors in downtown San Francisco. We're tax-paying people who expect the minimum, which is a clean street and not being harassed by junkies who know that the police can't touch them. The police, due to whack progressive laws, the police are not allowed to touch these junkies unless they catch them selling drugs or they see a firearm. Other than that, it is a state of lawlessness regarding the junkies. They're laying on the street openly. They're shooting drugs openly. They're dropping their pants openly, squatting against using walls as toilets. I'm going to read you something that I wrote. Um, I found a tribe. At first, I thought it was just a small amount of San Franciscans who felt like me. No, darlings, it's rising. This is a new era. When you think of San Francisco and you think of granola and, you know, $5 cups of coffee, that, that, (laughs) Stevie Wonderful, send me out. That era is over. So here's what I wrote. I replied to someone, exactly. The junkies were never in the game in the first place. They don't work. They're too far gone. They just leech off of the city, decimate neighborhoods. For all of the out-of-towners here, imagine having a nice apartment or condominium, and right outside your door or around the corner on the side street is a dystopian nightmare, state-sponsored. Junkies bring crime waves to the neighborhood they take over. Most San Francisco junkies have bikes. Well, they don't work, so they're stealing them. They terrorize women, children, and the elderly. They constantly breach the security of buildings. They use the streets, curbs, and walls as toilets. I just want them gone. I wish that the president had called the National Guard to pick them up. I'll say it again. In the last month, I've stopped being a Democrat. The political corruption is outrageous. When you have police that aren't allowed to remove junkies from the street, you know it's Thank you for listening to San Francisco Dam with Didi LaFrac. Remember to subscribe on Apple Podcast, Anchor App, Spotify, and wherever podcasts are found. San Francisco Dam Daily Truth Bombs. No namby-pamby permission necessary. Time for a new political era. I just quoted myself from a message board where I talk to people. And when I say this is unprecedented, the people of San Francisco have finally awakened from their fake progressive slumber. The phonies who actually thought that they were helping junkies by allowing them to use the streets as their living room and toilets. Everybody has finally gotten that reality check because this shelter in place has knocked a lot of Sadidi people off of their pedestals. So now they've come down to earth. They don't have the fog over their eyes. They were pretty myopic. They had their little world and they'd pat the junkies on the head when they would leave their bars, restaurants, tech jobs, 
and then jump in a car. Nobody's hiring cars anymore. Or jump in one of those little electric um, scooters that all the jerks use on the sidewalks that have no manners. Well, that culture is dead right now. So what you have is a lot of people who are afraid in their house, and when they go outside, they see who is running the streets, and that's the junkies. In my neighborhood, there are thousands of junkies on the street. My neighborhood is downtown. About 20,000 people live in the overall district. And the majority of the people that you see on the street aren't the junkies. It's time for a new era in San Francisco. It's unsustainable. Now, they're supposed to be putting these junkies in hotels. And what people are saying is, how is that going to happen? Is it going to happen? I don't care how it happens. I just want it to happen. President Trump, could you send the National Guard to San Francisco? This is history in the making because this is the tipping point in San Francisco. The Daily Mail article, April 15th, 2020. That's what I've been talking about for years. If you look at this article, you they show people with their pants down. They show all these junkies. And don't people outside of America, and thank you everybody for listening from all over the world, don't think these are just homeless people who lost their jobs and have no place to go. What, Stevie Wonderful? What? <laughs> I have an attention hound cat. No, these are the junkies who just don't go because the cops don't make them go. There are laws in place to protect them. Now ask yourself, who wants to make junkies stay on the street? How do they benefit? It's follow the money. It's time to talk about something else on San Francisco Dam, but I cannot right now. I cannot. I have to talk about what's going on because this is my life. I can't be a prisoner in my home. I have to leave my house. And leaving my house now is a drag. It's time for me to leave San Francisco. Time for me to get that ball rolling and get the heck out of Dodge. And that is something I would rather not do. I enjoy where I live. I enjoyed my neighborhood before the city allowed the junkies to take over. I enjoy walking around the city. I enjoy the men. I enjoy the weather. But I can't stand these coddled, mean, bully, dirty junkies in the side alley around. That's today's episode of the San Francisco Dam Podcast with sexist womanist Bohemian Didi LaFrac. Remember to join us tomorrow for another episode. This podcast is brought to you by our sponsors. Head over to SanFranciscoDam.com for more sponsorship information. Thank you for subscribing and listening.